This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on track, Mimo. And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Happy Monday. Yes. Well, happy Cyber Monday. Happy Welcome Hanukkah from, for those for, who oh, celebrate. Yeah, happy Hanukkah. Yes. I hope you're having a happy Hanukkah and I hope Heather Dubro is having a happy <laughs> Hanukkah and Meredith Marks and you know all the other yes. Jewesses that we have in our Bravo ranks. Um <laughs> Kyle Richards, of course. Jill Zarin, you know, it's a happy Hanukkah for everyone, I hope. Yes. And the list um, goes on. <laughs> how was it's so close to Thanksgiving this year? I it's can't very it's early Hanukkah. this year. Yeah, it's very early. How was how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was good and quiet, but nice. Um, it you know when you know when um, like there's no drama and you're like something has to happen like soon. But <laughs> so yeah. me and my family decided to start switching furniture from upstairs and downstairs, like couches and stuff just to see what it looks like. So it started off bad, but ended really well. And that was fun. So anyway, how- <laughs> that sounds, that sounds just like a, a lot of physical effort yeah. to be like carrying furniture up and down the stairs. Yeah. My brother was like, I didn't like, I wasn't prepared to move furniture. Like, I'm here to eat, relax, and watch football. We're a football family, obviously. Mm-hmm. Comfy clothes only. Um, how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was really nice. I uh, went to visit my sister in Atlanta, and it Love was just that. it was just me, my sister, and my brother-in-law. Very chill. You know, we, we like, cooked for Thanksgiving, but <laughs> it was kind of nice because, you know, the more people are there, you know, when you have parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents, like, any of that – it just gets so much more <laughs> stressful than it really needs to be. Yeah. And we were like in the kitchen, the three of us, and it's like, oh, we're just like cooking a bunch of stuff. Like, and there's it feels nothing, so weird. There's nothing like intense happening. Right. And it doesn't that, okay, I know, I feel like we met, talked a little bit about this last week, but doesn't it feel like when that happens, it's just different on a holiday as opposed to like what if the three of you are like together and like the, like just like right. music and candle, like it's just like a different like energy. It's just nice, but I'm glad yeah. that it was good and it, you're it, traveled it safely. I, as safely as I could. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was sad to not have time in Atlanta to visit OLG. I need to get there one of these days. <laughs> uh, did you at least drive past it or no? No. I mean, my, my sister is not like a housewives person at all. So I was like, oh, like one of the housewives has a restaurant here. And they're She's like, like oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, that there's a different like universe of people who don't like I know, engage that's in what thing. we do. If my if my sister watched Housewives, anytime I visited, I'd be like, okay, can we drive past Chateau Charest? But like, <laughs> You're not going to be like, hey, can you drive me past this person's house? Just really yeah, quick. Yeah, that wasn't on the itinerary this time. Maybe, maybe I'll 
I'll make it happen next time. But um, we today are talking about the Genshaw documentary, which came out today on Hulu, the ABC News doc. We're going to talk about part four of the Potomac reunion featuring Nicki Minaj. I thought it was a super fun Mm-hmm. episode. Um, first, I want to just touch on, we were off for Thanksgiving when the Winter House finale yeah. came out. And I, you know, we're going to we're gonna just talk about it a little bit. I don't really feel like we need to talk about it too much because I got to say, Winter House, I think it was a fun concept. I didn't dislike it, but I don't think it was like so incredible and amazing and dramatic. I agree. It was very couples driven. And it was that's very obvious to the point where like we didn't even like get to see Gabby that much or like I know. Jason towards the end because he was like hooking up with Lindsay. But it was very focused on the couples. And it's almost like mm-hmm. how you feel in real life. It's like, wait, can I not come to dinner because I'm single? Like, <laughs> that's how I felt watching it. Yeah. I mean, I think it makes sense that a lot of the a lot of the sort of plot of the show was driven by these couples trying to get together but I do think because they had so many people in the house it and it was only six episodes and they were trying to you know they were really following Paige and Andrea and Sierra and Austin and it felt like there kind of wasn't very much extra time to kind of spend on the rest of the cast and even like Kyle and Amanda who should be kind of like main characters in a mm-hmm. show like this. It felt like they didn't really have anything to do in terms of the main story. And like on this finale episode, Amanda kind of had to insert herself into what was happening with Sierra and Austin. And that sort of, to me felt like a kind of like producer being like, Hey, like maybe you should go talk to Austin about what Kyle said about Sierra, which I, I don't have a problem with, but it's kind of like, yeah, like it does it does kind of suck. I love Amanda and it kind of sucks that the only camera time she can get on this show is when she's like inserting herself in this sort of like invented couple drama. Right, I agree. And it's um I I maybe his delivery was wrong, but in that a scenario <laughs> it was kind of Team Austin because it like I agree. Came out it of was left none field, of her business. It made him look bad. He was handling it the way he needed to, and it blew up for no reason. But there is something I wanted to mention. So our interview with Andrea, if you haven't listened mm-hmm. to it, listen. It was great. He kept alluding to the fact that something was going to happen and we're gonna see it, and he couldn't talk, but like nothing did. And I was like, huh? Like, did he just mean the fact that he ultimately started being more into Paige? Like, why? (laughs) Like, he's like, actually, I don't want to text the other girls now. It's like, okay, that's not really like a big development. You'll see. I've changed my mind. It's okay. You know, they were going to go to their nice Italian dinner. And then the next night, they were going to have a movie night. And Paige's mom was going to make him veal and peppers, which sounds delicious. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it is. I also feel like with some of these um, couple scenarios, it's hard to really feel invested in it, knowing that like Lindsay and Jason are not together right. yep. currently. We know that Paige and Andrea obviously are not together because she's with Craig. I don't think Sierra and Austin are like still a thing. So none of the couples that they're sort of trying to. You know, obviously the footage is the footage that they have what they have to work with and the couples that they're sort of presenting as 
the ones that are kind of leaving together aren't like couples that are lasting. It's kind of like on Bachelor. If they're if you're watching the show and you know that people already broke up in real life, it's right. like okay, like I don't really uh, you know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get too invested in this because I know that everybody's kind of going their own way at the end of the day. Right. Like we're on our own re- in real time timeline. You can go but your own way. Go your own way. <laughs> and that'll do it. No, okay. <laughs> that'll do, don't care. I wonder what you know, Bravo always leaves us wondering. So like yeah. what's gonna happen? Is there gonna be are they going to do like a different show? Like, cause now winter yeah, house, we're going to have yeah, to wait yeah. for next year, literally. Right. And obviously we have summer house. That's going to be coming out, you know, in the next few months, they're filming Southern charm right now. Paige has been in Charleston quite a bit. It seems Woo-hoo. like filming with the Southern charm cast. So it almost feels like <laughs> not to get too like nerdy with this, but in like the Marvel universe now that they've introduced like the the shows on disney plus it's almost like sometimes a show will be kind of like a bridge between multiple different movies or something and it almost feels like we have winter house kind of like Mm, building a bridge between southern charm and summer house and now like Paige can go do her crossover movie i mean it's obviously not a movie but um you know like i don't know if it will really make sense to do a second season of no. Winter House, but I do like the the concept it's of fun. them it's of fun. them kind of trying out new things, new formats. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be some show that's going to be a smash hit and run for ten seasons to be worth doing. It could be fun um, if they almost did like an MTV challenge and they did that for <laughs> Bravo shows <laughs> instead of like oh yeah, Winter House, I mean, but. I think it would be fun, and especially I think with with them creating like Bravo content for Peacock, I feel like there are, you know, something like that could happen because I think they're going to have like the budget to spend and the desire to come up with content. But I don't, I don't know. I almost feel like something like yeah. that would be at least they would have like an objective to focus on versus like just go in the house and try to have drama. <laughs> if any Peacock execs are listening. <laughs> Slide into our DMs. Please do. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the 
the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Our Bravo news update of the morning is that Farah. Umansky got engaged, or oh, not no. Umansky. What's her not last Uma- name? She has a she has a different last name. I never She's, remember yeah, it. Mauricio's not her dad. Um, it's like something. Her birth it's dad. It's like something. Yeah, I can't. Um, remember. got engaged this weekend. I know. I'm happy for her. Me too. Kyle's, They're a really cute couple. Kyle's first firstborn, first and first <laughs> child engaged. Um, we hope to get an exciting. invite. Thank you so much. I'll be curious to see, I guess, I mean, they're filming right now, so obviously she's not going to, like, get married on this season of Beverly Hills, but Farrah's never been super around on the show, right. so I'll be I'll be curious to see whether they sort of involve her wedding in Beverly Hills, because I feel like she might not really want to, but we'll see. I would honestly love if she made a cameo on, like, Selling Sunset. Even though I know she wouldn't because it's a different group, Ooh. but still, you know. Well, there's there's always been talk of like an agency type of spinoff and potentially them doing one in London, I've heard through the grapevine. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, there might be reality TV in Farrah's future, but I don't think she's like, I don't think she's going to have like a Pandora wedding storyline on Beverly Hills. That doesn't <laughs> no. seem likely. Um, <laughs> Farrah also, wedding. Uh, <laughs> Pandora also had her baby. I don't remember <laughs> when that happened and if we talked about it, but that's exciting. Lisa's a nanny that pinky. That was very, it wasn't like <laughs> private, but it wasn't like promoted, I feel. Yeah. Well, it's, I feel like because when when Lisa was on Housewives, Pandora was on the show right. a fair amount. But now that it's just Vanderpump Rules, Pandora's really like out of the spotlight in that sense. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's exciting, and it it seems like she has a happy, healthy baby with Jason. Um, but let's talk about this Potomac reunion, uh, part four. We knew it was going to be the Nikki takeover, and 
I would say it was like re- I like when they first said that this was happening, I was like, okay, this could be really fun or it could be stupid or it could be lame. And I feel like it was really, really fun. Like it definitely lived up to like the top tier of my expectations. And I, I, I thought she brought a really refreshing energy and I loved how the women kind of all played along with what she was bringing. I agree. And I love how Andy was just on the side watching and smiling and being like, yes. And like she was really (laughs) taking it seriously. She was like reading the cards. She was adding her own thing. But like even while the women were discussing their own um, answers, I guess, or combos, she was listening, but like reading the cards at the same time. And she was like, yes, ma'am. Like (laughs) I loved that. Yeah, she she really came. She came prepared and you could tell that and she said on Twitter that all but two of her questions were like questions that she had written and like come up with herself that she wanted to know. And I I loved that she wrote on Twitter which two questions were not hers that she got from the <laughs> producers because it was the two messiest questions. It was asking Eddie about Eddie following the booty models. Yep. And then the other one was about um Oh, what, which one was it? It was like um, something with Ashley. I have it in my camera roll. Where is it? Oh, the other one was um, if uh, the a question about if Giselle and Robin had ever hooked up and if they shared a bed in the hotel okay, room, yeah, which was that was that felt out so of left field random. And it's like because she made it like the way they presented it. She was like, all of these people are talking on Twitter about if you two are lovers. And I'm like, I don't actually think people are like I don't think anybody really thinks that Giselle and Robin are like sleeping together in that way and so it's kind of funny and I'm a little surprised to hear that the producers were the ones who were like Nikki ask this because it's kind of like okay why what that did she never like, what even did... been a question or thought no. in anyone's mind that I've ever heard like it was very weird they're good girlfriends and she was like did you sleep in the same bed and they were like they looked at each other. They go, yeah. Like, yes, yeah, so nothing like, weird me, like, about two, it. Two platonic friends like that sleeping in the same bed is really not that questionable. I don't, I mean, whatever. There's way more questionable things going on on that show than Robin and Giselle I did like friends. <laughs> I did like when Nikki was like, so for $50 billion, would you like, would you sleep together? And they're like, I mean, yeah, like I'd sleep with literally anyone for $50 billion. <laughs> like right. Candace and Ashley would sleep together. Like literally name a person on this stage for $50 billion. I'll make it happen. Like, come on. Okay. But then she also asked another question regarding money as if like uh-huh. the women dating older men and a few of them are all dating older men, which is completely normal. But she was asking if you had a hundred million, which I think was also an absurd amount to be at the example because like. No, I feel like if you had a hundred million dollars, you wouldn't necessarily be dating who you're dating. Right. But a- Ashley's answer was, um, like I'm attracted to Michael. And Nikki was like, attracted to what? Like what? What, what are specifically you are you attracted to? to? Don't lie. <laughs> but then she was so I, straight with Mia too because she was like, but you wouldn't be in the club if you had a hundred million dollars. I was like, wait, right. you're making and all these liked- hypothetical situations. Oh my god, I'm so confused. Well, I did like that. I did like that Ashley kind of was realistic about that and she was like well I was bartending so I probably wouldn't have been in the position to meet him right if I had that money but like 
it wasn't only the money the reason that she was attracted to him. I mean, yeah, that's a question where it's like, first of all, it's messy for Messi's sake. Like, it's a total hypothetical. Obviously, these women have had, you know, their lives are whole journeys. You know, Karen and Ray have been together for 25 years. It's not like she just picked up a rich man yesterday and is like, eh, if I was rich, I wouldn't. It's like they have kids together. It's a whole thing. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's you're also just never going to get a fully, you know, people aren't going to answer that question in a way that's going to like blow their life up on this reunion. Right. But it's, you know, it's funny that you said that she, the two, those obviously were the two messiest, but she did ask like messy questions herself. Like she was like, Robin, you seem to get, be getting more Mm -hmm. sex from Juan this season. And it's like, wait, what? (laughs) Like they're married. That makes sense. (laughs) She said that about Ray and about, are you doing anything different about Robin? It's, it, it was funny, though, because during the season, Juan specifically was saying how some like Robin's, you know, struggling with motivation and stuff was unattractive. So that wasn't necessarily like I didn't necessarily get that vibe from Robin and Juan this season. But I'm glad to hear like from what Robin said at the reunion, it does sound like they're in a good place, which makes me happy. I'm always rooting for Robin and Juan. Um, mm-hmm. And same with Ray and Karen. It seems like they are seems like they're doing very well and whatever with them it is a little bit more of an obvious difference because last season it was such a thing of he wouldn't say I love you to her he seemed really sort of disinterested in what they had going on and this season I I mean whatever they're doing to work on their relationship seems like it's working because Ray seems like very checked into that relationship for sure and why did I get the vibe that Nikki Ray and Karen are like best friends and like <laughs> going to continue this relationship after the reunion. You can, like you can totally tell. I think Nikki, she definitely is such a huge fan of the show. And I think she she enjoys and loves all the women in that sense of being a real fan of the show, but you can tell that Karen is her favorite. <laughs> oh yeah. Can, and Giselle was even like, yeah. We're gonna I'll DM you, like trying to make conversation and, and Nikki was like, Okay, she said candy girl again, and I was like, That's my favorite thing ever. Like she's like, Whoa, she, candy yeah. girl. <laughs> she really was she throughout the time she was on stage, I think Candace kind of I was sort of impressed with Candace. I felt like she was really sticking up for, you know, trying to clarify a lot of things. And Nikki was having none of it. Every single time she was like, she's like, candy, candy, pipe down. We'll get to you, you know. (laughs) Do you know how intimidating that is? Yeah, no. And Nikki tweeted, she was like, she was like, candy, candy girl, candy girl's man needs to sit his ass down. And I, (laughs) I don't, I thought it was a little weird when Chris was getting so upset at the end, because I think, Nikki yeah. was being hard on Candace, but at the end of the day, I think she was. She wanted to be re- to get real with her, but she also was being supportive. You know, like she yes. was giving her a chance. She also was talking a lot about her music, which is the thing that she wants to be, you know, promoting and making a career out of. And you know, Nikki saying that the song is a bop and that it was better than she thought it was going to be. Like all of that stuff is. I think going to help her in the long run, you know? Absolutely. And them asking how many downloads, like Candace was obviously flustered. Like Nicki Minaj face to face is asking you these questions. So Mia to be like, why don't you know these numbers? 
I don't know numbers off the top of my head for every single thing of my job. Like I know a lot of them, but specifics, you also want to get the numbers right. And she was like, I love how um, Nikki was like, if I had a record label, which I do, what would people like be looking for? And she was like, my vocal ability. And so Nikki's response right away, she's like, your vocal ability. And Candace is like, what else do you want me to say? Like, yes, that's like what my talent is. But she did really good singing like an Andy coming yeah. over to her that was like comforting I feel for him to be like you killed that totally I think Nikki was being hard on her in a way that felt like it had a purpose and then me what Mia was adding to it was kind of like what you're just being mean right now yeah. to be mean and it's not necessary and you know she clearly okay the thing is like what Nicki Minaj's opinion of like selling a lot of copies is obviously going to be skewed because she's you know like a platinum whatever artist but I would say Candace probably has like one of the most legit music careers of any housewife now because it's clear that she really is going for it in a legit way versus just like putting out a single because you're on a TV show. Yeah. And so I think, you know, at the end of the day, Nikki respects that. And for Mia to be like, I thought it was going to be a negative too. No, low budget. Mm-mm. She's like, like, I'll download it now. Right. Like if it was just, you know, if it was Ashley recording coffee and love and acting I like it was song. some, I know, but like, if she was acting like it was some, you know, going to be a Grammy winning song and somebody else is being shady, that would feel more understandable because it's like a housewife storyline. Whereas right. this, it's like, no, Candace is doing this for real and you're being unsupportive in a way that just feels like haterish. You right. know, were you dying when she was like, can I get a snap? And they all started just snapping to the beat. And Nikki was like, OK, I thought it was great. It's a good song. I have listened to Drive Back many a time. I gotta say, I enjoy it. She's like, Um, I use auto-tune for quite a few of my songs. Yes, I do. I was like, I love (laughs) auto-tune. Yeah, I mean, auto-tune in and of itself is not like a bad thing. It's just like, obviously, if Candace is saying her vocal ability is, you know, her shining star. She uses Um, it in a creative way. Creative I also... I also was crying at the whole thing about Michael when, you know, Robin was saying she didn't feel uncomfortable with Juan hanging out with Michael because he would never let him suck his dick and this whole thing. And (laughs) Nikki fully acting like Ashley isn't right there and talking about Michael as if he's like an out gay man. She goes, just, wait, I should not say that. She's like, I should not say that. I'm making it seem like was, her husband's gay. She was gay. like, so does Juan have other gay friends? And Ashley's like, Michael's not gay. <laughs> like, I, As much as Michael is like a shitty person and a nightmare to watch on this show, it's like, Nikki, you can't, like, it's not the same thing. Like, just because he, like, maybe has made some comments or, like, grabbed an ass, like, you can't talk about him as if he's, like, me she was aware she was like i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) she was like never mind never mind never mind never mind i was taking my my host way too far so so funny oh my god um yeah no i enjoy i thought this was a really nice compliment to the reunion that we watched because i felt like the reunion you know there were certain things that i was like okay like yeah this is going on a little too long or like you know reunions are just hard it's like not everything is that exciting to 
rehash. And I thought that Nikki's energy really was super exciting. And um, I would lo- I think it would be fun to see more playing around with reunion formats yes, in the future. I Obviously, I don't think they should try and have like a celebrity takeover at every reunion. It really has to be a good fit like this was. Yeah. But I mean, we know there are a lot of celebs that love their Bravo. So I I would not be mad about this becoming something that is used every once in a while. Not at all. Sarah Galley, friend of the pod, posted something uh-huh. really funny yesterday, like for Hanukkah, like a menorah and with like Andy's oh, yeah. face for the first candle. And she was like, oh, Hanukkah, like turning it into like a Bravo joke. And she was like, <laughs> um, like a reunion that la- like a reunion that only should be one part, but lasts for eight because it's so true. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> I was like, how do you think of that? No, but it's so true. Like the, that's why I liked that this was like a, Almost like a bonus episode, but it honestly right. gave us more information than a regular one. So, and they literally said, like, you know, Nikki did the voiceover at the beginning, like coming up yes. on my takeover. Like, I like, I thought that was fun. I thought it was a great end to the season. I would rather have had this than like a secrets revealed episode. True, but yeah, and then it was it was followed by the premiere of Portia's new spinoff, which I think we're going to talk about tomorrow. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. We wanted to make sure we got to this Jen Shaw documentary. The Housewife and the Shaw Shocker. I should should be uh, complete with what the title is, which I still... (laughs) The Shaw Shocker is like... It's a real mouthful. Yeah, they could have maybe had someone think of something else. But okay, my initial thought was that this was not necessary to have on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to be yeah. honest, it, it not necessary feels, at all. <laughs> I would say that they saw how much people were into the Erica one and were very much like, oh, great, we can do another one that's basically the same thing, but about this person. And I don't think this one really had the same Mm-mm. pop off as the Erica one did. The Erica one felt a lot more juicy in a way. And I think with 
with the Jen Shaw thing, I feel like most of us at this point know the general idea of what she was doing right. and the kind of the kind of basic rundown of okay, indicted on this stuff, telemarketing fraud, blah blah blah, selling lead lists. You know, we've all seen the show. I'm sure we've all read stuff about it. And this one, I think, aside from hearing from victims of similar schemes. There were no victims of specifically Jen Shah, which, um, you know, I kind of wish there were, but maybe they're not really like allowed to talk yet. It right. just, yeah, the the actual information about the case itself didn't feel like it was anything new. Yeah. And I feel like the, not like one of the differences being that Erica like is rich. And so then everyone was like, wait, what's her involvement? What happened here? And as opposed to Jen Shaw, we knew from the beginning something was up because we're like, what the yeah. hell is going on? And that's kind of like what was going on in the documentary. Everyone from the get go, everyone was like, where is she getting this money from? Like, and the second mm-hmm. you're on this TV show or any TV show, they were like, your secrets are getting revealed. The feds now are making notes and documenting everything everything you're saying and they kind of the the I agree with you or no new information but the most interesting part was that they were basically going through and kind of telling us all the things she did wrong being on podcasts doing interviews her Instagram like she's still doing all of this stuff and they were mm-hmm. like you gotta like not do any right. of those and talking things. about how she spends fifty thousand dollars a month and it's like okay well coach Shaw's salary is public information so right all you have to so then you have to if you subtract his salary you you're still left with like <laughs> hundreds of thousands of dollars a year that you're spending I yeah I think with Erica it's a little more like she hasn't been charged with anything and so there's a lot of question marks surrounding her involvement and what she knew and how she could potentially be liable and sort of what the overall impact is going to be whereas this situation It's pretty cut and dry. I mean, Jen has been charged with this stuff. She's going to trial in February. And if she's convicted of this stuff, she will most likely go to prison. And so I think it's a little bit more... The case is more serious than with Erica, but it's less kind of... It's less intriguing to unpack because it's like, okay, here's what she most allegedly probably did. And there's not a lot of question marks. You know, the only question mark is, is she going to get convicted? And obviously we don't know that yet. And nobody knows that yet because it hasn't happened. Um, But I also, I was glad that we got to hear from Koa, the designer who has been kind of a a little absent storyline on the show because of that leaked video of her screaming at him. I love even after that happened, like she, and they played it again in the, in the doc where she was like, it's not what it looked like. And it was like, no, there's no other way of it looking like anything than you screaming mm-hmm. and like throwing things at people like it was on film. But I love how he was like, we don't know who filmed it. I was like, no, you guys all probably do know who filmed it. Like, that was, <laughs> it was so, he's like, you know, right there. our interns <laughs> were there, our friends, other assistants, people like that. I'm like, Okay, so then if there really were like 20 people in this room and she's screaming like that, that's a whole other issue because truly, yeah, I mean, the exact circumstances surrounding what she was yelling about, who was in the room, all of that, who knows? But honestly, who cares? It's never appropriate to scream at someone and throw stuff like that, even if there's 
even if there's a misunderstanding over like the exact context, you still screamed and said you were going to like, you know, threatened to hurt someone. Like it's not, it's not like, oh, that was a joke. It's like, okay. Yeah. The scream was coming from the lungs. It was not, it wasn't a (laughs) playful thing, but you want to know besides Koa, why was Dana Wilkie like the freaking host of this thing? Yeah, Dana Wilkie has carved out a really interesting niche for herself where she has this podcast and, you know, social media and stuff where she has really been pretty committed to digging up dirt about people. And I think it's almost yeah, like it's a lot. It's almost like she's not real at this point, she's no different than a lot of other, you know. Bravo, you know, social media podcast type of people who really are like digging up dirt and tea and, you know, all of this stuff, except for because she was on Housewives, you know, six years ago, she has this like, quote unquote, credibility of like former Housewives star Dana Wilkie commented on this. And it's like, at this point, like she's just some lady with with Google. Right. Did you know? 25,000. Like she was... She's just trying to, I know this sounds mean, but it's a way to stay relevant just because like she does have a podcast, like she does have a podcast, whatever, that's fine. But like this was very like the random people who were in the Erica documentary and everyone was like, what are you doing? Why are you? Right. And (laughs) the thing is, it's like, I don't have a problem with anyone trying to stay relevant. Like, I mean, if you want to book me for the next Hulu documentary, (laughs) I'm available. They used one of our tweets. They used one of our tweets. Hey, but um, that was very cool. It's just funny that it's specifically Dana, who we met on the show as this like rich housewife of Beverly Hills. And now it's clear that she doesn't really have anything going on. So this is like this is her way to have something going on. And it's like, oh, so I guess the the diamond sunglasses are not in the picture anymore. And the diamond lollipop holder. Remember the diamond lollipop holder? Oh my god! I, how could I forget? Never. <laughs> my favorite is like the next season when she's she's like having a conversation with Taylor and she's trying to light her cigarette with a candle. <laughs> okay, here's my other thing though. Uh, Dana, her, the Pam. dress the dress she wore for this documentary was not good. <laughs> it was not I, good. It it was. <laughs> that's all I have to say. It was like. It was not good. It could have. She could have worn anything else. Her confess. She hasn't had to do a confessional look yeah. in a while. She looks um, great, though. I have to say, she looks yeah. amazing. Dress, no bueno. I also. It was also kind of funny to have Jen's aunt there as like the other side, like the whole time, just being like, "I could never believe that Jen would be anything but perfect." And so, you know, to me, she's innocent. It's like. Okay, thank you, Auntie, for your contribution, but it sounds like you don't really know about anything that's going on here. And she was like, and if she's guilty, which I hope she's not. I was like, wait, hold on. Like you, I thought you were here to like, to actually defend her, but. Yeah, so I mean, hopefully we all have at least one aunt who would go on a documentary and say that we're innocent if we ever. If we ever do or, something or like this, or any family member, yes. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm making a I'm making a contact list for anyone making a documentary about me in the future of people who will say nice things no matter what I've done. If I ever get into some trouble, I've got you know call up my aunt Kathy, and I'm sure she will say really nice things about me. Um, and please, you know, include that throughout the documentary that you're making yeah. about me. 
But in real time, now we're like up to speed on this. We will see what happens in. I know. I think that takes a lot longer, though. So maybe not in February, but around <laughs> the time. <laughs> I know. I I keep wondering. I'm like, okay, I think this trial is going to be in New York. Like, should I try and go? Because, you know, they're open to the public. Content. But it's not- content. I know, I know, but it's not just going to be like one day. Right. It's going to be, right. you know, at least a couple weeks probably. And I'll have to see if, like, can I just see if you can get on jury do duty, Dylan? Work? I, oh my God, I talked to someone about this. Like, what if I, like, worked my way into jury duty, pretended <laughs> not to know anything, and was like, housewives, like, desperate right. housewives? No, I don't know anything about Jennifer, Jennifer Shea. Right, because they might not look you up beforehand and see that you have some sort of connection. Yeah, just a little one. Have you ever hosted a podcast about the defendant? Nope. That would be. That sounds like fraud. The what? The what? (laughs) No, I don't get Bravo. I don't. I don't get that channel. I don't have cable. If one of us ends up on jury duty for the Jen Shaw trial, this podcast is going to explode. Manifest, guys. Everyone, you can also <laughs> hitting, apply. We're, like you're hitting get all our goals for 2022. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, major note: Shop mm. Betches is having a 30 percent off site wide Cyber Monday sale today. When you spend 100 dollars or more, oh, so stock up! That's stock good to know. It's up. holiday season. Get your gifts now. Betches.co slash Bravo merch. For our Bravo collection or shop.betches.com if you want to check out all of our For goodies, Bravo and and otherwise. And it's that applies to everything on the site, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Site-wide. $100 or more. Oh, my gosh. Well, It's a pretty good deal if I do I say so myself. To, I better go do some shopping. <laughs> Right now. Um, but thank you so much for listening, <laughs> yeah. everyone. Uh, we will be back with another episode. We're going to talk about Vanderpump rules and all of, you know, below deck and Porsche's family matters. There's so much going on. OC starts on Wednesday, too. Mm. I'm so excited. Mm. 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 Hell yeah. Okay. Fancy pants is it. back, baby. If you, if you don't want to miss any of that, don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches as featured in the Housewife of the Shawshanker. And in the meantime, <laughs> just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.